From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, J.R., Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes is apparently getting closer to deciding whether he'll run for Republican U.S. Senator Ron Johnson's seat next year. Barnes has reportedly begun fundraising for a run and would join a growing, crowded field of Democrats wanting to take on Johnson in 2022. Johnson has not yet announced whether he'll seek a third term. So, what do you think are the chances of Barnes formally announcing a run at this point? No, they're pretty good. They have been for a while. I mean, the the sentiment on people I talked to for some time now has been that Eve, or so that Barnes was more likely to get in than not, um, and that if he did, and when he did, he would be an instant uh, top of the pack candidate. I mean, it's a crowded field. We're at like more than a half a dozen candidates officially in already. More looking at it, and if you look at that that pack, you know Barnes has some things going for him. One, he's the sitting lieutenant governor. Um, he is young. He is black. He has got ties to progressive groups. He's, you know, has a little bit of a national following as lieutenant governor, which is unusual, especially from his age. Um, he's both from Milwaukee and has connections to progressive groups in in Madison, which is the two areas that have the most votes for a Democratic primary. I mean, there's a lot going for him. He's also got some downsides, some baggage. You know, he's got issues about what pay, not paying taxes on time, about unpaid parking tickets. I mean, things like that that. Republicans would be all too happy to hang around his neck in a race. Now, the question is, first, can he get through the primary? And, you know, you're looking at Alex Lazary, former Milwaukee Bucks executive, you know, Sarah Godlewski, the state treasurer, um, Tom Nelson, not a gaming county executive. You know, there are a number, Chris Larson, the state senator. I mean, there are a number of candidates who've got, you know, things going for them in this race. And what's interesting is, the Milwaukee lane, the number of candidates who are coming out of Milwaukee, is getting quite crowded. And that is starting to make people wonder, well, how do you see that Milwaukee vote being divided up? Because if Barnes, if and when he gets in, Barnes has Milwaukee connections, Lazarus has Milwaukee connections, uh, Stephen Alacara, who's looking at a bit, has Milwaukee connections, Chris Larson has, that's a lot of people trying to buy for voter-rich Milwaukee. How close do you think Mandela Barnes is to making an announcement? probably sooner rather than later. I mean, the vibe that I'd gotten for a while was that he was going to wait till the budget was over to make a final decision. The budget's been signed. Um, summer is wide open. So the feeling is it could be any day now that he would get into the race. Also last week, Democratic Governor Tony Evers signed the Republican-crafted state budget. It contains a $2 billion cut in income taxes, thanks to a surprise $4.5 billion projected surplus. In signing the $87 billion document, Evers called it a bipartisan effort and said he made a promise to taxpayers that he would cut taxes to the middle class by 10%. Republicans immediately blasted Evers for, quote, taking credit for the tax cut that they thought up, passed with some Democrats also voting in favor, and submitted. It seems clear that both sides are looking to run on this tax cut in next year's governor's race. How do you think this will play out in 2022? Uh, Good question, because Democrats typically don't run on tax cuts. That's not their bread and butter. It's more education, health care. And what's interesting is Along with having signing that tax cut, he's also the result of his vetoes. As you're talking, there's going to be one and a half billion or so left in the general fund, the state's main checking account, 
that can be used for other things. Now, Republicans are unlikely to go out and go on a spending spree, but you can bet Governor Evers will be out there campaigning and pushing Republicans to put more money in education, you know, the priorities he's listed. So there's an opportunity there for him to message us as a, you know, him delivering his promise on tax cuts and also calling for more. That he's going to argue that Republicans stood in the way of expanding health care, um, legalizing marijuana, you know, these popular programs that are proposals he's put in his budget. And, and finally, the search has resumed for a new permanent UW system president. A new 19-member search committee was named last week to find a replacement for Ray Cross, who retired a year ago. Former Governor Tommy Thompson is currently serving as interim president. The lone finalist for the permanent job withdrew his name from last year's process, which critics said was not inclusive and flawed from the start. So what will this new search look like, and what type of candidate do you think it will yield? Well, it's going to be a bigger search, for one, uh, more people on it from more kind of constituencies of the university, which is interesting. It looks like the um, new leadership on the board is trying to send a message. They've learned a lesson from what happened last time around. And, you know, it's interesting to watch is what kind of candidates they produce because this is now a board that's controlled by appointees of Governor Evers. Uh, during the failed search, the leadership was still people who appointed by Governor Walker. Uh, that majority has slipped, flipped over, so that might bode for, uh, produce a different kind of candidate than maybe what you know a Walker-dominated board had produced a year ago. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.